0: Like God has given you an assignment. He has given you a promise. He has told you that there is something that you're supposed to be doing, a gift you're supposed to share and that you're supposed to share it in this way. And because you don't understand the assignment or you don't understand what the end of this assignment looks like, all you can do is complain. You don't even get started. You ain't even started on the journey yet and you're complaining hey girl hey it's shelby i am the blogger behind shelby.com i am also the owner of shelby christian stationery and today we are here for another episode of the dare bold believer podcast where i am pouring up a big bold cup of christ so get your hot cup of coffee or tea grab your bible and let's go all right this morning we are going to be talking about when the promised land ain't so promised Hey Vogue Believer Vesties, it's your girl Shelby and I am back with a new series this August, every single Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to be pouring you up a big Vogue Cup of Christ and we are going to be talking all about waiting patiently and you do not want to miss any of the videos in this series. If you have not already, make sure you hit that subscribe button and if you have not subscribed, what are you waiting for? You know you come back week after week so hit the subscribe button and we can't wait to see you over there Next time, and if you're a returning subscriber, you know I love you. So make sure you hit the like button and share this video with one of your good good girlfriends because we all need a little bit of encouragement. Today, I wanted to talk about the Promised Land when it's not so promised. And I have been reading the Bible. You know, we are on our reading the Bible in a year plan, and I just finished the book of Joshua. So. It has been all about basically the Israelites journey to the promised land made me think about just how we have these promises from God. You know, we all have a purpose on our life, right? God gives each one of us an assignment, which um drives us you know it drives us forward it gives us a reason to live um something to strive for every day and typically we have in mind what that assignment is obviously because you know it's kind of hard to work towards something when you don't know what your assignment is but that's another another conversation for another day but you know what that assignment is and so you typically have you know an idea a picture in your head of like what doing well at that assignment will look like so yesterday i was just kind of reflecting on the israelites journey as i continue to read through the bible i often will put myself in the place perspective mindset of the stories that i'm reading you know so imagining i'm them imagining what they must have felt like what it must have looked like um the thoughts that they may have had like obviously you know you you can never really know what you don't know but i like to imagine it because it it kind of takes the story it takes it deeper for me, and honestly, it helps me to really remember what I read because it becomes meaningful to me. It becomes something that I can see, something that I feel, right, because I'm thinking about how they felt. I'm imagining their experience. Um, so anyways, I was thinking about, you know, the the passages that I've read to date, um, or listened to, rather, um, on my audio Bible, Um and as I said, I just finished up the book of Joshua. So they still have not really made it to the promised land. Like they're in the vicinity, but they haven't settled in as of yet. So I was just thinking like, okay, we are all the way in Joshua. This journey started off in Exodus. It's been at least like 80 years at this point, right? Um, You know, they went through two different leaders, like, you know, they have been through the merit of, of time, like, a, you know, the original generation that started this journey has died off. So it's been a very long time at this point. I just started to imagine how they must have felt, you know, going on this journey, trusting God um, that he would take them to a promised land that was filled with milk and honey um, and just believing God for that and, and how it must have felt for the original ones who did not make it there, right? Um and, and let's be clear, they didn't make it there because of their own disobedience to God. So it, it was not like God shortchanged them like they fell short. Like it was their own fault that they didn't make it there. So let's be clear about that. But let me go ahead and read the passage because I do want to make sure I, you know, we always got to start with the Bible, right? So let's start off with the scriptures. For the people of israel as you know they were disobedient to god i mean there were no numerous times where they did not follow god's instructions which led them to basically being in the wilderness for 40 years but i wanted to start off with kind of like the first <laughs> incident where the israelites acted acted up when they um are leaving egypt and so exodus Chapter 16, verse 2-3, to and I'm going to be reading the ESV translation. And the whole congregation of the people of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. Would that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the meat pots and ate bread to the full. For you have brought us out into the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. So it was like from the very beginning the Israelites was like, Look, I I don't know about this. Like God, I I I hear you. I know you sent Moses. You said that you sent him, but um we don't really too much trust him right now, and um, we hungry, and, and we don't really see how we're supposed to get to this promised land when we don't have nothing to eat. How are we gonna get there? We hungry. Like we can't walk, we can't journey, go on this journey, and we're hungry. You you brought us out here to die, Lord. Like literally from the start, the Israelites are like, no, nah, we don't see it. We don't we don't see it. We're not gonna make it. And I just rather go back. I would rather go back to Egypt and just chill. You know, like I was comfortable. I was good. Pharaoh wasn't that bad. <laughs> like, how often do we do that? Like God has given you an assignment. He has given you a promise. He has told you that there is something that you're supposed to be doing, a gift you're supposed to share, and that you're supposed to share it in this way. And because you don't understand the assignment, or you don't understand what the end of this assignment looks like, All you can do is complain. You don't even get started. You ain't even started on the journey yet, and you're complaining. You're dragging your foot. You're saying, Lord, I might as well just stay where I'm at. I'm good where I'm at, Lord. This little job ain't that bad, Lord. Like, I don't really need to do this, this, and this that you're telling me to do because I'm okay. I'm all right. (laughs) And I'd rather just be comfortable than to do whatever challenge I have to do in order to walk in the assignment that you call me to. And if it sounds familiar, um, yeah, I know. I know it stinks. I mean, child, child. It's funny because I was actually having this conversation with Yasmin where it was like God had told both of us that there was something in particular that we're supposed to do for Bible Beauty Co. And neither one of us have started doing it, right? Because one, you know, we both got to be on the same page because we're working together to do this mission that God has given us. So, you know, we we always talk before we move forward with anything with Bible Beauty Co. in general. But it was like we came to our meeting and we both were like, God gave me this. And I think... I know he wants us to do this for Bible Beauty Co. But both of us was like, but I really don't want to do it because it's a lot of extra work. And I'm really not (laughs) trying to take on extra work. And I told her, like, obviously, I don't really like it's a lot of it's a lot of work. I'm already doing, you know, my Shelby ministry. And uh, I'm added Bible Beauty Co. Because God spoke very clearly that that was where I was supposed to be as well. But to add additional work on top of the, you know, just foundation for Bible Beauty Call, I was just kind of like, I don't know. Like, that's kind of a lot. But when we were talking about it and we both were just kind of like, no, I really don't want to do it. I was, you know, Holy Spirit moved in me and I was just like, look, if we keep on wrestling with the Holy Spirit, we both going to end up, end up with broken hips. And like, I ain't really trying to be around here limping around. <laughs> like, I'd rather just listen the first time. And so that's really, that's really the lesson in Exodus. Look, i done took take it to like a personal note to try to give y'all examples that like, Holy Spirit will speak to you and tell you that there's something you're supposed to do. And a lot of times it don't make sense. It's going to cost you money. It's going to take time. Like it's always something, right? There's always some barrier to whatever it is that God is asking you to do. But the the real acts is that he's asking you to trust that whatever that barrier is, when it's time, he's going to move it out of the way. Our natural tendency when God calls us to do something is often to complain, to say, Lord, I'm all right with where I am, to just stay stagnant, um, or To to just resist, to act like we didn't hear what he said when he said it. (laughs) God is calling each and every one of us to trust him. To trust him with the assignment, with the purpose that he is giving you. And to trust that whatever resources you need, whatever strength you need, whatever courage you need, that he will be a provider of all of those things. And to recognize over, like overall that that purpose that assignment although he has given it to you is not yours it's his you know like it is his just like you are his and his he ain't gonna fail like the god ain't gonna fail he's not going to fail trust him trust him all right so that leads me to my next verse which is proverbs chapter three verses five to six Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. So I know you have this scary assignment, this scary purpose that doesn't make sense. You don't know where it's going to go. You are scared. You don't think you have the skills that you need. You don't think you have the experience you need. You don't think you have the network that you need. But trust God with you your plans trust god with your purpose trust god with all that you are all that you have all that you love it all belongs to god and the sooner you recognize that the sooner you reprogram yourself and and begin to recognize who God truly is, right? And that he is at the center, the focus. He is everything, right? He created this entire world. So everything in it belongs to him. So stop taking claims. Stop staking claim to things that don't belong to you. You don't belong to you. You don't belong to to you you belong to God your plans belong to God your purpose belongs to God your children belongs to God your family belongs to God your children I said that already uh <laughs> well my children children are gonna belong to God like literally I could go on and on but you get the point so like everything that you have everything that you will have everything from literally your past present future all of the things they belong to God And so the sooner you recognize that he is God Almighty, Jehovah Jireh, right? And and literally sitting on high, um, he's over everything. And that there is nothing that you are going to do in your own right. Everything that you do, you have to do based on trusting God, based on God's perfect will, his appointed time. Like give it over to him and stop trying to do it in your own right. We keep trying to hold on to when we keep trying to hold on to these thoughts that the world has taught us that like, oh, this is yours. And girl, you got this. And like, girl, get it. Like, no, I'm not getting nothing. God is getting it. OK. <laughs> and like to God be the glory. but whatever I do get done, because it ain't me, <laughs> I, I don't need to move on me. Because when I, I move, when the flesh moves. Oh, child, it's a whole hot mess happening over here. <laughs> it is a whole entire hot mess when my flesh moves. So I'm trying to move out of the way. I'm trying to decrease and let God increase because he don't need my help. And that's something I always have to tell myself with everything that, like, the Holy Spirit be impressing upon me of like, you don't need my help. I I appreciate you sharing with me the idea, the vision or whatever, but you don't need my help. You could really do it all without me. (laughs) But but I thank you for using me anyways. (laughs) You know, there is obviously there is physical and natural work that each assignment calls for us to do. But that physical and natural work still has to be rooted in God. It still has to be in his will. Like, so before you take the time to act, before you make decisions, before you um, move, make sure you get God's counsel. Make sure you take it to God because sometimes you'll get a purpose, but you don't necessarily have all the steps. And so what we want to do naturally is like we want to make a plan. We want to, you know, we want to outline what needs to be done. But what we really need to do in that plan is to actually take it to God and pray and ask him what his will would be. Um, and sometimes that means the plan that you have outlined needs to be thrown in the trash. Sometimes that means you just don't get a step at a time. Cause sometimes that is, that is just what it is. So like sometimes God just be like, girl, you don't need to understand the whole thing. It's not, you don't need to. And if you did, like, there was one time where I was like, I really need to understand where this is going. Like I really do. Cause I really don't get it. It was just like the Holy Spirit was like, girl, you don't need to understand because if you did, you wouldn't do what you were supposed to do. So I gave you what you needed to do next and that's going to have to be enough. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> my feelings is hurt, but okay, hurt because you're right. Cause I really am kind of scared. Uh, and, and that's one of the things I, I pray about often is like, Lord, whatever unbelief is in me, remove it. But also Lord, help me remove the spirit of fear because there is a spirit of fear oftentimes attached to our purpose right because we're scared we're gonna get it wrong we're scared we're gonna fall short you know we're, we're scared it's not gonna go the way that we hoped we're scared that it will never happen but if we put our trust in the Lord and we know that no matter what we do like his purpose and his plan is perfect and it's gonna come out the way that he intended then we don't have to worry about each and every step or where the final destination is. We just trust God and we just go along the journey with him. And I really think that's what he's calling us to do, is to really just go along on the journey with him. When the Israelites were on their journey, they didn't get a turn-by-turn direction at the very beginning. Like, God was with them every step of the way, and as they went along the journey, he would have them camp here, camp there. Like, he did not tell Moses when they left, um... Egypt the entire plan and every place that they were going to stop every place they were going to encounter an issue he didn't tell Moses all of that and there was a reason right because if he did do you think that the Israelites would have went along with Moses Moses if they would have known that they were going to be wandering in the wilderness for 40 years no they would have stayed their little black selves right in Egypt because I know I would have I would have been like no I'm good I'm good right here I get it but I'm alright. Y'all have fun in the Promised Land. I don't. I don't want to be out there for forty years wandering around, and I ain't gonna even make it to the Promised Land. Like, why would I do that? Who who would want that? <laughs> so obviously, if they knew when they left that all the things that happened were going to happen they wouldn't have went. And that's the same thing goes for us. Like if God gave us our entire plan, or I'm sorry, our entire purpose and every step and everything that was going to happen along the way, most of us would not move forward with what our purpose was. And so just trust him and relinquish the need to be in control. And y'all, I'm talking to myself. So I don't want y'all to think this is personal. I'm talking to myself. Um, So just trust God. Um, All right. So let's go to the next scripture, which is going to be Joshua y'all i was not prepared for joshua okay i had not read joshua before i had not really re- um came across any scriptures from joshua before so i was just not ready for this whole like warrior that joshua was i was like goodness like how many battles we gonna be in joshua get it but <laughs> like really was not prepared i actually watched the bible projects video the summary videos that they do on joshua um or that they did on joshua because there's just one video but they do them on every book in the bible and i liked I watched it at the end that would be my that would be my personal takeaway that like if you're gonna watch like an overview type video to watch it at the end when you're done with the chapter personally I don't like for me it's like spoiler alert like I don't I don't want you to tell me everything that's gonna happen before it's happened before it happens so like tell me about it after I've already listened to it and read it so I did enjoy watching it and I I liked how they um, you know visually um, depicted everything as they kind of went through each verse but they made a point of how and all these battles that Joshua was in, um, and I'm saying Joshua, but really it's Joshua and right and like the Israelite warriors, right? That And all these battles that they were in, um, you would think that like, dang, they just killing off everybody. Like everybody did. Essentially, they didn't kill everybody because if they did, then how were they still encountering additional Canaanites on the way? So clearly they didn't kill every Canaanite when they were in the battles because they continued to come across canaanites and so i did appreciate that because it was like okay that that makes sense like they they not they didn't slaughter and kill like everybody so joshua chapter five verse six for the people of israel walked 40 years in the wilderness until all the nations the men of war who came out of egypt perished because they did not obey the voice of god The Lord swore to them that he would not let them see the land that the Lord has sworn to their fathers to give to us, a land flowing with milk and honey. Do you think the Israelites, if you put yourself in their shoes, even though they were in bondage in Egypt, do you think that they would have left what was probably a somewhat comfortable life to go and wander in the wilderness for 40 years? No. No. If God had told them that at the very beginning, they would have stayed put they were and that's just i mean I'm, I'm saying i'm just saying there probably would have been some people who would have been like i'm gonna just go you know like it's better than this but at the end of the day would every israelite have gotten up and left and went into the wilderness to the day? although the original group did pass away let's not forget about the people who made it to the promised land and who um who eventually settled in the promised land they are the descendants of the people who originally left so at the end of the day it still had a purpose right because they're generations following you know their their children and grandchildren were able to make it to the promised land so there's still purpose in it so sometimes our purpose may not look the way that we initially thought it would look but there is still a purpose in it there are children that you have tied to you whether you have children or not you have Family members, right? We all got cousins <laughs> for the most part. We all got brothers and sisters. We all have friends. We have extended family and friends who are affected by our assignment. So, whether our assignment turns out the way that we want it to, at the end of the day, we have people who are seeing us in our assignment that we are inspiring. And so, sometimes that has to be enough. I often parallel. Um, It to like the idea of hoping and moving on and a purpose, even though you may not know how it's turning out, how it will turn out. I parallel it oftentimes to M.O.K. and Malcolm X. Neither one of them could have set out thinking, I'm gonna die doing this and I'm never gonna see the change happen that I'm fighting for. Do you think that they would have set out on the journey and the purpose the way that they did originally? Because obviously, along the way, they did realize, like, you know, my life is in danger and, you know, <laughs> things getting rough. Um, like, I'm sure they realized along the way, like, yeah, you know, it's it's not looking too good. Just because of the time that they were in, it'd be kind of hard not to feel that, t- that tension. But I'm sure when they set out, when they decided to begin sharing the words that they were sharing at that time, I'm sure they didn't set out thinking that, like, this purpose, this assignment is going to cause me to lose my life at an early time. Because who who would really go forward with that? If you knew that, who would go forward with it? But how impactful has all of our lives been because of their dedication, because of their tireless work and their purpose? All of our lives have been impacted by that. So just remember that your purpose is not about you. Like my pastor says that all the time, like your purpose ain't about you. And quite literally, if you think that your purpose is only going to bless you now, I'm sounding like Pastor Todd. Um, If you think your purpose is really going to bless you, then it ain't a purpose. Um, He he be getting us, Um, (laughs) y'all. Like the your purpose is supposed to bless other people. So sometimes we have to remove ourselves out of it and recognize that our purpose is so much greater than ourselves. Although, you know, I do all this stuff online and all this ministry work, sometimes the most fulfilling part of this ministry work is seeing my kids praying just randomly, just because Um, or, or seeing my kids just praise God just because not because I told them to praise God, not because I told them to pray, but just because they just felt like they should or they wanted to. That, for me, that's, that I'm good, you know? Like, that, um, I get to the point now where I'm like, that is the inheritance that I am leaving them. That is the greatest gift that I could leave them for them to know who God is, for them to know their salvation in Christ Jesus, for them to be filled with the Holy Spirit is the best gift I could ever give them. So, although I do have an online ministry and I have purpose and work in that, my greater purpose is to make sure my children understand the God we serve that they know who Jesus Christ is I'm starting to teach rose scriptures right now um that is my greatest purpose and so I know that no matter like how things turn out in the purpose that God has given me I already see the remnants you know (laughs) of the work that he has given me and that means so much to me so I want you to take some time today challenge yourself to think about how your purpose is affecting those around you how it's inspiring those around you and if it's not to challenge yourself how you can help those around you how you can be a blessing to those around you because our purpose should not really just be about us Um, and of course I cannot close out without leaving one more verse which is Matthew chapter 6 Verse 33, whenever I am feeling lost, whenever I feel like I'm struggling or wavering in my purpose in my assignment, or I feel like things are unclear, this is a verse that gets me through. And it's a verse I often pray, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added to you you don't have to chase after this world you don't have to chase after money you don't have to chase after notoriety chase after god seek god and his righteousness seek to live according to his word and everything that you need will be provided to you. And you can trust that. And that's a period, like Yasmin William Woods would say. All right, you guys, let's close today out with a very quick prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for being a perfect and all-knowing God, thank you for loving us enough to give us each a purpose and an assignment to walk in in this world. And we pray that you would strengthen each and every one of us to walk in that assignment with boldness, with courage, with strength, with trust in you father god with trust in exactly who you are and when we waver when we struggle to recognize who you are that you would give us reminders in your word that you would send words of encouragement to help us remember who we are in you father god for we know that we can do all things with you father god for you are For every good and perfect gift is from you you are a constant unchanging god and there is no failure in you so i pray today that each and every one of my sisters that are under the sound of my voice would have their minds to be renewed by your word father god that you would give them a longing a desire to chase after you with everything that they have for i know that they will find their purpose they will find who they are in your word let your will be done in each and every one of our lives father god in jesus holy name we pray amen all right you guys be blessed be bold bye <music> oh, thank you holy spirit because that i i, I did not have it written down y'all i don't have i really don't have too much of nothing written down so all of this is gonna be just holy spirit just give me the words um,